welcome back to Generational Differences, episode 16. This is Hannah. And this is Hillary. And I want to apologize first and put y'all on notice of some potential audio uh, differences this week. My voice may sound a little muffled, and that is because I am wearing a KN95 mask. And Hannah and I are sitting outside, um, and that is because... Drumroll, please. Y'all, it finally got me. The Rona finally got me. (laughs) (laughs) Two years into the pandemic, I have to say, I'm pretty proud I avoided it for this long. Yeah, But it finally got me, and I'm, I'm now on the kind of recovery phase. I'm on the up and up, but still feeling pretty rough sometimes. Mm Um, and I just want to say that it just really has shown me that like this virus ain't no joke and mm-hmm. we should not be, you know, acting like it's nothing because it is really rough. It's still very prevalent too. It's still very prevalent. It's very common. And, um, like my, the symptoms are kind of all over the board, but just to share my own experience, um, I've had a severe sore throat, um, with a very nasty cough like a very sometimes dry mostly dry sometimes productive cough but it's like a very painful deep cough in your chest oh that sucks yeah Yeah. but then the worst part i think so far for me is like full body fatigue malaise just like feeling like you can't do anything like you just want to lay there and your body hurts when you move and it's just like horrible Mm-hmm. And like, thank goodness, these with these new variants, typically the symptoms don't last as long as the original, the OG COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still bad. It's no joke, and especially like for people who I don't know aren't vaccinated yet, but also people who are um, like more vulnerable with health risks. It can really take you out, and yeah. so just a reminder to get vaxxed, wear a mask. Uh, get boosted, do all the Mm -hmm. things to protect yourself, but also protect the people around you. And um, it's, it's really on all of us. And it's been on all of us for the last two years. And like, obviously, we we've known that but now actually getting it, I'm like, Oh, my God, yeah, I really don't want this again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna take it easy today on the podcast. You want to you want to just jump into it? Yeah, more are you? Yeah. Give it up for Hillary for oh my God. <laughs> recording today, even though she feels like doo-doo. Like doo-doo. Yeah. But yeah. At so. least you haven't lost your sense of taste. I know. Your I'm so grateful. Smell. I know. I've been eating. Really yeah. Still been feasted. Yeah. Oh, because we didn't, we forgot to tell the audience, but we're together in the same place. Yeah. We're I feel, at home. Yeah. We're at home in Oregon. So our parents have been cooking like soups and noodles and like delicious things that, um, Help me feel better. So yeah. that part has been really li- like nice. I'm really grateful. All right. So today we are talking about starting new chapters in our lives. And we chose this topic because um, both Hillary and I are starting, I guess we're, we're both starting new chapters of our lives in a sense. Hillary's moving and uh, I am, I'm starting law school this fall. So me? We don't really have a structure for this. No, but let's just talk about it. Let's just get into it. My yeah. nail looks weird. When you think about... <laughs> <laughs> when you think about, like, a, your new chapter, quote-unquote, 
do you want to like tell the audience what it really means to you yeah so my new chapter um is that in uh like a week or so we're going to be moving my husband and I and our cats are going to be moving from North Carolina to Boston Mm -hmm. Massachusetts um for I think like the foreseeable future like and it's it means a lot of different things to me in part because the last mm, I mean like since college so the last eight years I've been really like uh like temporarily living in a lot of different places I guess I just because I was moving for I went to law school for three years and then I moved to Atlanta for a couple of years and then Diego and I moved to North Carolina again um, where we've been now for two years and so it's just and like during that time I moved apartments a lot and just like was always packing and unpacking and settling and unsettling and so this time we're moving for Diego's um tenure track professor job which if you listen to the last episode you'll have heard a little bit about Mm -hmm. and you'll have met diego um and if you haven't go check it out really good episode (laughs) um but so we're moving for that like more permanent job and so even if we don't stay there for the rest of our lives necessarily we are looking at like a longer term stay um and so we're gonna like try to settle and maybe look at buying a house and like all of these bigger more permanent life things yeah um so it represents that to me which is kind of scary in a lot of senses but it's also kind of exciting but then it also represents leaving the south which is somewhere that Mm. i've lived for now 12 years since i moved to georgia for college and so like my first chapter i feel like it's like i see it as my first chapter in life was oregon from like when i was born to 17 and then uh college from 17 to now 29 oh my gosh um was in the south and then now i'm moving to like a new corner of the country yeah and it'll be my first time living in new england first time really exploring that area at all um in depth like i visited boston a couple times before this and so i'm like bittersweet about leaving the south which is a area and a community that i've grown to really have complicated feelings about but really love in a lot of ways because of all the people and the communities that I've found there mm-hmm. yeah. what it's about a you some nerves and excitement yeah and, and like new things yeah I think that it's, it's about the same for me uh, I'm going to law school I'm honestly the thing that I'm most nervous about for starting law school in uh, southern California is Probably the fact that I'm actually going somewhere, like, for the first time by myself, where I'm going to be, like, alone alone. Because in college, I really had no fear going all the way across the country to Atlanta because my sister was there. And so I really, I felt like there was, like, always someone there for me and it was not totally foreign. Um, So I have a little bit of that feeling towards Southern California where it's like, oh, I don't know what to expect how I'm going to feel really but since it is an area that I really love and know know that I will love living there um going to school there I'm excited so it's like both how will you know that you love it there I think I know I think I just know <laughs> from like a couple times that you visited from a couple times I've gone I think it's like a very really good will be a very good area for me and my mental health and the weather and everything I chose the school one to be closer 
to my parents on the west coast but also because of the environment in southern california so it calls to me is it like the the weather you said and then like the beaches and just yeah. the vibe or what yeah the vibes the vibes man the vibes are immaculate <laughs> in, the, in socal <laughs> so excited I'm, I'm excited but now every now and then the nerves do come back and kind of like i i think about them and i'm just like Mm, there is a lot that I should be prepared for, you know. Is it the actual law school that you're nervous about, like actually doing law school and like studying and exams and stuff, or like being independent, like a hundred percent kind of independent? Um, I mean, when you yeah. were at Emory, you were also independent, but I mean, like grad school is different from college because like you're not in like this insulated community as much, yeah, as you are um, in undergrad. I think that's. Um... I think it's mostly it's not the like actual school stuff that I get nervous about I'm also excited for that and yeah. learning and stuff but yeah just a different environment and you know me like I don't really enjoy a big change <laughs> <laughs> I like comfort so I'm just ready to like find that comfort again in a new place and yeah. feel it again which yeah is what I hopefully will get to it some point this year so and Hana's gonna be living in a huge apartment yes it's massive it's um I think it's 280 like 280 square feet. Is it 280? No, no, I think it's three something. Low 300. <laughs> yes, I think it's low 300 square feet. So uh, essentially a shoebox. It's actually not a, a lease for a bedroom. On the lease, it actually just says one bathroom because it's so small. And I thought it was a mistake, but they were like, yeah, no, you're actually leasing a bathroom because there's no bedroom. I was like, oh, all right. So. Oh, whoa, that's weird. You asked them about that? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. And my friends were like, oh, you have a studio, that's nice. I'm like, no, it's actually one lower than a studio efficiency apartment, which is, like, even even tinier. I've never heard of that. Right? That's an L.A. thing. It's very small, yes. Things but, are just it'll be fine. tiny. <laughs> At least it's not, like, a tiny home. Actually, those are kind of cute. Those are kind of cute. Yeah. It'll be okay, because it's just me in there, so I'll be chilling. Maybe a cat. Maybe a cat will see how big it is. How big the cat is? <laughs> the room. Oh, how big the apartment <laughs> is. Yeah, you can't have a giant cat. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Do you get, like, mostly nerves or mostly excited about your new chapter? Um, I think, actually, in the beginning, when it was a new, like, a fresh change that I was facing, like, back when, in December, when Diego and I found out that he had gotten the job, um, and we celebrated that, and then we were talking about the move, Mm -hmm. I was more nervous because mm -hmm. that's kind of how I am. Like, I remember that. Yeah. In the beginning of new things or like thinking about new experiences even, including like traveling and like um, just things outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in the beginning, I'm nervous and I'm like uncertain and I want to make sure that I'm kind of mentally prepared. But sure. then as time goes on and it's good also because I've been able to sit with this now for so many months like seven months um to prepare and like get ready for the move and all this stuff and get excited now i'm more excited than nervous mm -hmm. um, and honestly the biggest thing i was like unsure unsure about before was how far i'll be from our family in oregon um which like eventually i do want to live closer to our parents and so moving even further Flight-wise, like, I think flight-wise, it's, like, going to be even further, like, five and a half, six hours. Yeah. Um, it's not great. But at the same time, I've dealt with the cross-country flights for 
years and it'll be a new area of the country for our parents to come visit us and so and just really i think my biggest thing is i'm really really trying to focus on the good things and, and make the best of what everything is because it's rare i guess that like you'll have a completely ideal situation and like you're always going to deal with things that you don't you don't want or you didn't want in the beginning or you didn't expect yeah. but all we can do is make the best of it um and so yeah now i'm really excited like boston's gonna be i think really interesting like it's gonna be very much more diverse than north carolina a lot more food better public transit like a lot of new hiking and outdoorsy stuff to yeah. explore That's, so yeah gonna be great yeah stuff you like already also i've met a bunch of people that have told me like they think boston feels like a city that fits me which is really that people that have lived there oh interesting so i'm like okay yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, see. like, once you start focusing more on the good things about something that is kind of scary to people who you tell, like, our family, for example, like, we also start focusing more on the good things, and we're not as worried for you, or, yeah, um, you know, we also, we just match your energy, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I think that's big in general for people. Like, if I were to go into a conversation with someone, I was like, oh, we're moving to Boston, then of course they're going to come back and be like, oh, like, yeah, Boston's so cold and Boston's, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, gross yeah, and whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, but if I'm like, I'm super excited about Boston, I mean, there's still some people that will come at me when I'm excited and be like, and, like, try to shit on it and, like, shit on my pervade or whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the energy thing, especially with our family, because I think our parents are just, like, concerned mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so if i'm excited then they'll be more likely to be excited yes definitely yeah. you, you mentioned all the like fun things you can do in boston but is there something that you're most excited about i'm honestly most excited about more access to real asian food <laughs> <laughs> yeah that so, is something to be excited about if you have recs for boston asian food hit me up because we've been seriously deprived <laughs> People that live in, have lived in Davidson, North Carolina, oh which God. is not very many people. Um, but people who have, you know what I'm talking about. We don't have real Chinese food. We have very little good Japanese food. We have some good Viet places. Um, we could go into Charlotte for some better food, but it's like still kind of far. And also, it doesn't compare it's to North the Northeast. Carolina. Yeah. No offense, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> that is super exciting. I'm very excited for you and... And your taste buds. And be hype for that. What uh, about you? What's the thing you're most excited for in Irvine? Most excited for? There's too much to be excited about. Um, but honestly, like, I'm... This is going to sound really nerdy, but I'm really excited to learn more stuff in a like area of specialization. Because college was like, you know, you can learn everything. Which is really nice, but I think I'm... I need, like... My brain is craving that, like, yeah, channeled, channeled knowledge now. Focus and to, um, like, be able to learn a lot about one thing is really exciting to me. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about why you decided to go to law school? Uh, I think we t I talked about this in our college, you know, our college podcast, but... Our college podcast. <laughs> our college episode, like, I talked about our major, my major. Oh, yes. So in college, I did an internship where I realized I was interested in law, and that was through social, like a domestic violence justice center in Atlanta, and it really opened my eyes to how much the law can help people. And so I decided to pursue it, and then in senior year, I joined our pre-law frat, which really also uh, encouraged me and felt like I had a lot of people who 
who cared about law as well. Then I went to law school. The law. The law. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, and、uh, I will update you guys later on in the podcast once I actually start school how I feel about it. But、yes. for now, I'm very optimistic and hopeful. And then aside from that, I'm also really excited for the food in Irvine. Eee. Yeah. Although the food in Atlanta is really good too. Yeah, shit. The food so, in, I don't in know. Atlanta was freaking good. Yeah, but at least you're moving somewhere again with good food. Yeah. And I've heard the Asian, the Asian food there is good, so. Yeah. I'm most excited for Hana to move to Irvine because <laughs>、um, I get to、me. visit her <laughs> and I get to go, I will get to escape Boston winters in some, time, like some parts to see her and we'll go to the beach. And we'll get some cheap tacos that are really good. And we can go to San Diego, which is my favorite、yeah. uh, city in the US. And、uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for all of that. But I'm also、um, on a you know, more theoretical level, I suppose, excited for Hana to experience like, this true independence where she's starting in a new community by herself and getting to make、mm-hmm. friends. Uh, and well, I guess it helps because you're living in like Irvine housing, so you'll still have、yeah. access to like this close community. True, true, true. But you'll、oh, also be, there. be on your own, yeah. Yes, yes, I think it'll be good. And I'm very happy about my, even though we were shitting on how small it is, like, I'm very happy about the housing. So,、um, you know, be in a good place when I get there. Yeah.、Hopefully. I was curious if there are, were any other times that you have started new chapters in your life. And maybe what you learn from them, or、mm. um, maybe something I don't know, you could apply to my situation and give me advice and stuff on、uh, moving, things like that.、Um, it's a good question. I think the times when I really feel like I started new chapters in life were Emory, <laughs> so going to, going to college in, 2014,、mm-hmm. in 2010, and then law school. So it's like these are also big, like, School moments.、Mm-hmm. I think that I honestly like going to Emory was like, I was not, ex- I was not nervous at all. I was only purely excited. And、mm-hmm. then going to law school, I was only nervous and I was not excited. <laughs> <laughs> But I think like going to law school in part, it was because、um, I was dealing with a like a facing a long distance relationship at the time and that was like really rocky. And so that made things really hard, like needing to leave Atlanta. Um, I really wanted to stay in Atlanta and go to Emory, but they didn't want me, so that's fine. And so then I had to go to UNC. Yeah.、Uh, and in the end, it was meant to be. In the end, it was so 100% meant to be. See, this is the other thing. Hannah and I have talked about this like, a lot.、Mm-hmm. I really believe that like, even if what you want doesn't play out the, exactly the way you're envisioning, It's always meant to be, which is really stupid sounding, I think, in a lot of ways, or really basic sounding. But at least I, I won't say that across the board for everyone. I think just in my life, my experiences,、mm-hmm. everything has led me to like where I am now with a happy marriage,、um, to like a wonderful person, with a, the kind of job that, I've, that like, really feels right in my heart,、um, and like, just like the profession that has felt right. And、um, uh, like decisions to go to law school in a different place or go to college in a different place, like they all sometimes hinged on like it was like 50 50 a lot of the time where I would go. And so making that decision, and even if it didn't feel good in the beginning, I got through it, I made the best of it, and then it led me to where I am now. 
And so I have a lot of faith in that. Um, and when Diego, like, especially when he was going through the job market to find his current job at Tufts, like when he wouldn't get offers from places that he really wanted, we would always be like, okay, well, I mean, it's their loss. It sucks, but it's not meant to be. And like when the time is right and the place is right, it'll come through and it'll be right for us. Mm-hmm. And we really, really stayed true to that. And now I feel like I'm trying to have that same mentality about Boston because it wasn't 100% ideal, but maybe it's the perfect next step for us, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so uh, I think that's kind of like a mentality that I would advise you to have. Mm. even if things do get hard at Irvine and law school will be hard like that's no not like it's never going to just be super easy smooth sailing um but if when things do get hard or like you wonder if your path is right just you know try to keep in mind that these decisions will ultimately lead you to the right place thank you that's <laughs> yeah, you. that's because I do struggle with that. Yeah, and like things like when things don't go exactly as the way I want them to, or the way I want to plan things out for my future, which like I can't really even do, you know, realistically. So yeah, um, I struggle with that. So it's helpful. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, it's really easy to get frustrated mm-hmm. or like question if you made the right decision. But in life, like we're gonna make we make tens of thousands of millions of decisions all the time, like in our whole life. And we can, it's just like a waste of energy, I think, to wonder like which decision mm-hmm. we could have made differently and like regret it. I feel like my mentality is always like, okay, well, we made all these decisions. It sucks if I did something that, you know, sucked. But now where am I? Now how can I move forward? Now how can I, you know, make myself feel better or do, you know, whatever to have a good situation? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, I need to practice that. <laughs> but, and then I think, let me, let me think if there's any other advice. I think something I've struggled with in my life to think through is like, when you are dealing with something that's really tough, at what point do you decide to change your path? And at what point do you decide that you just need to kind of weather through? Okay, so like one example is when I was looking at thinking about jobs, right? For <laughs> after law school, when I went into corporate law, I was like, I almost immediately I was like, I hate this and I don't want to do this and I don't want to weather through. But some of the advice that like our mom was giving me at the time was, well, you just have to work hard and you'll get through it and it will get better. At first, it doesn't get better in big law. Just you know, it's fine. Second, I think it spoke to something bigger inside me it wasn't just like I didn't want to work hard or I didn't want to weather through I just didn't enjoy what I was doing and that wasn't going to change so I think that's like a distinction but certain things will be hard like my current job is hard my previous job was hard uh, in public interest and those are things that you push through because Mm -hmm. you really you know you enjoy it or you want to help people or and the bar exam is another thing. You can't just give up in the middle of a setting for the bar, even though it's, like, the worst experience of your entire life. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you can. And you can. Yeah, you can. But you want to get to your goal, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's that something makes to keep in mind. That distinction between, like, because it's really not that black and white where it's, like, I, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's not black and white as in, like, oh, you're lazy and yeah. you don't want to do it versus, like. No. 
you're just gonna push through to get like to do any like to yeah because in that case you would you could like apply that to things that you really hate doing right, right? exactly so, so hmm. that's yes yeah, so i'll keep that in mind because i think i'll encounter a lot of decisions and career choices in the next few years so we'll see yeah, also something specific to, like, starting law school, I would say, for anyone else out there, too, who's starting law school. Don't feel like you have to do everything. Everyone, you're going to meet people in law school that, like, want to do everything. They're really intense. If you're that person, power to you. Like, you. go get your internship. But, like, for most people, choose some things that you really like. You do want to get involved, so you have stuff on your resume and stuff to talk about. Like, But the most important thing to get from these experiences is stories that you can share in your interview mm. it's really it means something to be like i'm on journal but it means so much more to be like i researched this article for my journal because i really care about this topic and this is what i learned and this is how i analyzed it or i helped this person in a clinic or in a pro bono project and this is what i got from it yeah. as opposed to just like have some stuff on your resume that makes sense so you want to get experiences that are really meaningful. Yeah, I also heard that piece of advice from other people. And yeah. also just, like, to do something that you actually enjoy doing, at least one thing. <laughs> uh, you know, like, people are always trying to get a review or a journal or whatever, but yeah. also, like, join a affinity group or something right. that you really care about, and that will help you, you know, get through everything else, too. Yeah, the Asian American Law Students Association at UNC, uh, shout out to my friends who I met through that. Uh, was really one of those things for me. Mm-hmm. It's good times. We did a lot of hot pot events. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. and the school paid for it. Oh my gosh, stop. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. That was amazing. Okay. Also, make sure you do stuff outside of law school. Mm. Like, keep your hobbies. That's yes, huge. Yes. I kept keep my, your... like, fitness schedule and stuff like that. Mm. And for you, like, keep your art, keep your music, mm-hmm. and schedule time to do that. Thank you. That's I will. Huge. I plan to. I have to. Yeah. Honestly, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Even just, like, 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. What about you, though? Like, what's... Do some... <laughs> have any advice for you? Well, what's something you've learned from your, like, starting new chapters before this? Like, mm. you know, starting Emory or anything mm. before that? I learned that I should really just not give a shit about anyone and <laughs> what they think and, like just be as much of myself as I want to be yeah and do the things that I think are cool and fun and yeah like express myself that's what I really think college has brought me to to do more of that's great yeah. that's really important yeah express yourself when you go to Boston be crazy you know be yourself be <laughs> wear whatever you want yeah be a crazy person yeah, be a crazy person. yeah. I feel like I definitely learned that like college but then also like solidifying it in law school i think leaving college even i was still kind of not totally comfortable with myself i was like really comfortable with like my friends and my community Mm -hmm. but then and like i i think actually i feel like i identified myself a little bit based on like my social uh status or like social currency Mm -hmm. and that was it was less about like my own interests or like who i what i cared about you know but then in law school, I actually, you know, found social causes that I really strongly identified with and, like, mm-hmm. came into my activist um, identity and, like, came into my Asian-American identity. And so I hope that yeah. law school continues to make that stronger for you um, in whatever way. 
Because I think, it, yeah. yeah, it really did for me. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. And always room for self-improvement at <laughs> any stage of life. That's true. Well, thanks for sharing about your next chapter. Um, sending you all the good yeah. vibes always. You too. Always, always. Thanks. Always, always. Um, <laughs> we're going to kind of keep it brief this uh, episode. Uh, and But we're going to wrap it up with something fun. As usual, I'm really excited because you know what we're bringing back today. Ooh! We bring in back the Gen Z slang. <laughs> I'm excited. I get to learn. You excited? Yes. This week, a uh, Gen Z slang is unhinged, guys. It's it's unhinged. Which and what I, I mean what by that, that is oh. is you will not, you probably won't get. I thought you were saying that the word was unhinged. Oh I no! Like, I know what that means. <laughs> the other day, I was telling Hillary some other Gen Z slang. What was it again? Do you remember any of them? On phonem. Oh my god, yeah. I'm going, um, um, what else? Oh, Trish. Trish. Tr- Fuck that, guys. Don't say that word. Okay, you all, you guys, if you know what those mean, um, you can look them up. <laughs> so, okay, moving on. Um, so actually, okay, okay, before we start, I had to ask my friends uh, at Emory, who are still at Emory, so underclassmen, what the new Gen Z slang is. Because literally, I have not been exposed to any. Okay since graduating <laughs> and uh, i guess i'm just a follower because i just took people's slang and then i say, like start using it you're gonna you're about to transition out of like this dude uh this part of your life by dude, the way yeah and it's really i mean will i i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i feel like when i'm still with like people my age i still talk like a weirdo so yeah sometimes she does that with her friends when i'm there and i'm like what are they saying <laughs> Use saying? regular words. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So this slang is from my friends who are from New York and Chicago. So this is more like a regional slang, I guess, is what they oh, told interesting. me. Interesting. Okay. Um, How did her research? I did do my research. I was like, I have nothing. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. So the first first Gen Z slang that Hillary is gonna guess mm-hmm. what its meaning is. This one that will start easy. This one is brick. I think you might know Brick. I need a I need context. Brick. It's so brick outside right now. It's mad brick. What? I've never heard that. Is it oh wait, but if it's New York and Chicago, it's probably cold. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good, good. Context. Educate again. Yeah. It just means cold. Yeah, it just means cold. Like but like mm-hmm. very cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, like it's gonna be mad brick in Boston probably it's in the gonna winter. Be a brick AF dude. Brick. That's so weird. Why? Yeah, good. Just say cold. Uh, no, brick is more cool. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I only have three. Okay. 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 So it's number two. Number two is the phrase. It's up and it's stuck. What? Any context? Well, first of all, you know the song Up by Cardi B? Yeah. She's like, if it's up, if it's up, oh. it's up then it's stuck. That's what she said. Okay. Um, but how would you use it in, in daily sentence? life? sentence? Okay. In daily life. <laughs> Yo, I, like, this guy, he walked by me. He said that my grandma was ugly. It's up and it's stuck. It's up and it's stuck. Oh, like his dick is stuck inside him? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, he has, like, like he sucks so much. That oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. I mean, it could be a girl, too. Oh. This chick said my grandma was ugly. It's up and it's stuck. It's up and it's stuck. What's stuck? And then I would reply, yo, if it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, like they're picking their nose and like it's 
<laughs> their fingers up their nose and it's stuck. Or no, there's like a. I can't tell if they are being serious. Like a stick up their butt. No, it's like okay, okay, okay. I'll give you one more okay. sentence. Um, maybe I need a better example. Yeah. Like they're being mean. Does it just yeah, mean they're being like, rude? But like it's up and it's stuck. Like it's up and it's stuck. Between me and this person, it's up and it's stuck. Oh. Like, and then your friend will hype you up and be like, "Oh, you about yeah, to fight? Yo, if it's up, then it's stuck. Like you're about to fight them." Is that kind of like you don't have like, you have some conflict. <laughs> yes, yes. Some yeah, conflict. Some, conf- some conflict has been established. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Oh, you got beef. It's yes, yes. It's when you okay. have beef with someone, and like <laughs> no matter what, no matter what happens, like you are, there's no returning from that beef. Like oh, until, like, like you just yeah, it's gonna escalate or it's what's at that what's point, stuck. You know? Like, what's the thing that they're referring to that's up and stuck? I took it way too literally like, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, very literally. <laughs> uh, like, up. Like, like the point of escalation is so high that it's oh, stuck. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's how it is interpreted, yeah. So then Cardi's like, it's up, and she just, you know. Then it's stuck. Doing her thing, yeah. Wait, do you use that? No. Oh, okay. I don't use it, but there are people who say it all the time, so... Oh. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Okay, now you use it in a sentence. That guy over there. (laughs) The same example. (laughs) Okay, that guy. Oh, yo, me and Clarence Thomas, it's up and it's stuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's up and it's stuck. Screw that guy. Yo, if it's up, then it's stuck. It's up, then it's stuck. If it's up, then it's stuck. (laughs) Hype me up. It's like me encouraging you, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, cool. Okay. Was that cool? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's fine. At least now I know. Also, Cardi uses it, so... Cardi uses it, yeah. Yeah. Now you know. Okay. All right. Although I, I do want to say, we know that a lot of the slang is appropriated from black culture. Yes, yes. So all these kids out there... Most of it is. ...appropriating and then acting like they created it. No. But this is just a fun In game. But yeah, it's, yeah, it can be... Yeah. Yeah. No good. Okay. The third. Third word is G phasos. G phasos. Why does that remind me of Jeff Bezos? Oh god. <laughs> it rhymes. G hyphen be- uh <laughs> G hyphen phasos. What's how you spell phasos? F A Z O S. G? Okay, any context, I have no clue. G phasos. I just cop some clean G phasos. Like drugs? No. Like shoes. Mm. Oh, there are shoes? What kind of shoes? Air Forces. Yeah, how uh, did you know? I don't know, because that's what all the kids like. Oh my gosh. Why do they call them that? Why do they just call them Air Forces? They uh, named Air Forces after... Or sorry, they they say G-Faces instead of Air Forces because this rapper um, in Chicago called Air Forces G-Faces and then everyone started saying G-Faces to name them after him or something like that. Something like that. But why do you call them that? Why not? <laughs> well, that would just be like me being like... Yo, that shirt is a B. Yeah, but you're crazy. not a shirt, you're a rapper <laughs> has influence like that. G Fazos? Yeah. Is that his name? Uh, it's like no, it's not his name, but it's something that he said, I think. Yeah, it was originated in Chicago, coined by G Herbo. Yeah, G Herbo. Previously known as Lil Herb. Lil Herb. <laughs> Interesting. Fazos. It's just like how in Oregon, like kids. Don't call them Air Force Ones. They call them AF One. Oh, but that that makes sense. Oh, he's he said that it's a tribute to his late friend, Faison oh, yes. Robinson. Yes, 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 yes. 
Okay, we learned something. Yeah, you learned something today. Wow. There's so much more. There's so much more knowledge out there. See, y'all, we're educating you. If you hear these things out there, now you know what they mean. You can know to avoid using <laughs> them. Because if you want to sound actually like a real person, to avoid using them. <laughs> Oh, God. But now you know, if you see Gen Z, you know, they probably aren't like, I mean, I guess they won't be speaking in code anymore. Okay. They'll yeah, just be saying things thing. and it'll be like, wow, you're dumb. And you can kick them up the butt. <laughs> and you can be like, it's, it's up, up and it's stuck. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's me as a boomer yeah. being like, like putting my, kicking them in the butt and then be like, heads up and it's stuck. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And when you go to Boston, I want to learn Boston. Boston saying too. Boston. Boston saying. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, was that interesting? Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Bye. Thanks. All right, well, I'm going to go lay down now <laughs> uh, <laughs> and get some tea. Yep. Thanks, y'all, for listening. That's all we got this week. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. Yes, we will be back, you know, as we are. As we are. And maybe next time, wait, maybe next time you'll be moved into Irvine. I don't know. But yeah. I'll be moved into Boston, so I can give an update. Yeah. Update. Woo. Okay. Bye. Okay. See you guys.